0: Hello, Anjali. Hello. Uh, I think we've been waiting for this for a long time. So,
1: nice to see you. I know. I'm looking forward as well.
0: Great. I think the day is pretty good. It was...
1: Beautiful morning,
0: huh? Sorry? It was a
1: beautiful morning today.
0: Yes. I think the weather itself was really conducive.
1: Uh (laughs) Oh, I see so many...
0: Good. Many of our participants have joined us. All right.
1: Am I fine? You want me closer?
0: I think we can hear you very clearly we can see you so should be
1: fine. Yeah. Yes. So
0: while the lockdown is happening i guess your work still continues isn't it?
1: Yeah like by god's grace we're very busy. Okay. Pretty busy yes pretty busy. It's a okay. great time for design. It's a what? great uh, time for our projects which we are uh, we are what he signed up for. Lovely. So we're working on the design. We're giving it more time than uh, we normally do. Mm-hmm. So I think for design, from design point of view, very good. From right. production point of view, not so good. Right. The factories are shut down. so.
0: I heard a similar thing at some other webinar where they said, creative field, this is the best time. You know, when people spend time best. in research, yes.
1: they
0: have time to think and explore. Mm-hmm. And it gives you time to really recap all your thoughts about your design business.
1: Yes. Yes. Good. I, I think like everybody keeps asking me what's going to happen. So I keep telling them, I, I think the best is yet to come because I think it'll come. Now we will come back wiser. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll all come back with, um, with a, taking a deep breath and come back to work. Right. And I think uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be very good for India because India is going to be looked at one of the producers. Right. For production, India is going to be looked at as one of the world producers. I mm-hmm. think now mm-hmm. designers are asking yes. how to make
0: it much more useful, you know, yeah. with, with less investment, make it much more optimal and make
1: it more. And, value engineered. and also, I think costs of India are still lower. Right. In the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. So, even for even interior design, mm-hmm. uh, no, of the big uh, international uh, companies are looking at joining hands with Indian design companies. Right. To expand. So so it, I think we are going
0: to begin very soon. Yeah, um,
1: I think all of us needed this little time for ourselves to kind of breathe. You know, we were all running like in kind a of mad space. True, true.
0: Yeah. Well, we are very much taught on time. We are going to Start um, thank you all for joining us today. I can see that many of you are logged in really pretty much on time and a little earlier, and it makes my heart feel glad that uh, you are here to listen to one of our stalwarts in the industry, a very down to earth person, somebody who is who has a realistic expectation of a career. We're going to talk about many, many things in uh, with Anjali. Uh, Goyal on interior design. So let me first begin by welcoming you all to this session on a career in interior design, and uh, let me just give you a small introduction to the uh, you know by the JSID who is organizing and sponsoring this session. So JSID is the JS Institute of Design, sponsored by the the Jagdish Stores. Um, stationed, uh, you can see in many parts of the metros of the cities of the country, uh, and they deal mainly in fine home furnishing and have a retail chain across the country. Uh, joining me is uh, Anjali Goyal, uh, stalwart, as I said, in interior design, uh, CEO and founder of Last Sorrow and uh, I'm gonna to talk to her about her journey, about her views, and what she suggests youngsters who want to get into interior design career should be doing. Uh, my name is Nancy. Yao. I'm the academic advisor at JSID, and I have 30 years of experience in both industry as a designer, as well as in academics. And I have the pleasure of hosting you today Anjali, and I'm going to start off by um, asking you what, okay, before we start, we have, we have a few uh, questions for you, and we would like you to, if you have any question and answers, you may uh, jot it down, and our team would be answering that for you, whereas if you, if we have questions at the end of the sem- uh, session, we'd be answering that too. And so if that is clear, let's begin with Anjali. Uh, I'm going to ask you, what is the situation now in the industry? Uh, What's new and what's exciting in this industry?
1: Well, uh, hi, everyone. And all the young, uh, uh, welcome to all those students who are looking at interior design as an option. I want to welcome you to our world or my world of interior design. And it's a very beautiful world. And as uh, the question is, what is exciting? I think there's not, everything that's exciting is in interior design. Design itself is very interesting. And I think we should all look at it as, a, as an opportunity for all of you to enter this field. There is nothing which is old, as I say. When someone asks me what's new in interior design, I always say only one thing. Nothing is old. Everything is new. And that's what we are here for, to present, create, and make new things. Welcome to our world of design, of interior design.
0: True. Um, You know, many of our students, and especially the millennials, they look for, I think they have different achievement goals compared to what it was with you and me when we were younger and learning to become designers. Many of them are looking for, of course, uh, making a career out of it, probably traveling the world. But along with that, they also are looking for name and fame. And what do you think about that? Do you think that's something that's going to happen in interior design? Or is it with only certain design areas where designers are, of course, celebrities?
1: I think uh, all of us uh, should think that we are superheroes. I believe in superheroes. Okay. I believe that's true. All right. I think uh, uh, success, don't rate it by being covered by a magazine or getting an award. I think if you are a superhero, believe that you are one, you will create the miracles that you've been made to create. So I, don't, I think, and this line... I think gets its very fair share of fame of uh, celebra- to be a celebrity. And I think, for me, if you're good at your work, you're the Shah Khan in your office. So you don't, even if you're not the Shah Khan in the film industry, but you are. You are the Shah Khan of your own project, let's say. And I don't think we should be chasing fame and chasing uh, uh, being a celebrity. But I think that should be just become something that comes out of the hard work that you do. And I think sometimes you could be very satisfied, even if you're a little less known, but the kind of praise and blessings that you get from people that you work for, maybe that will hold more value for you as you come down the line and start working. And the joy that you get from working very hard and creating a new project or creating a new design is so much more rewarding than maybe an award that you could get. So don't just chase fame. Just work hard and follow your dream. I would say dare to dream. That's most important.
0: Great advice. So Anjali, is it fair to say that there are many, many successful professionals in the field of interior design, like many other design fields, but you don't have to look for that fame or the glory that accompanies it because it comes with the work that you do and you get to be known and probably you get your satisfaction through the kind of work that you do. And it's step by step. The
1: fame comes at every step. praise is also fame. Mm -hmm. Being talked about well is also fame. So I'm going to now
0: involve our viewers in this. We are going to give you a poll question. Uh, What are the key components in the interior design? And we'd like you to answer it because the same question will be asked to Anjali. Let's see what she says. But before that, I'd like you to put down your points of view. Um, the points are, these are the four points in, which are the key components of interior design. Planning, color, lighting, and furniture. Please mark them and send it to us. Let's see what most of you think about it. And in the meantime, I'm going to move to Anjali and we are going to ask you to talk about the industry, the situation of the industry in the country at present. What do you think are the key uh, features of the Indian interior market?
1: Well, as all of you know, we are in the lockdown of our of the country right now. The economy is going through a transformation, as I would say. But I would say this is the best time. I I feel the golden period of interior design is yet to come. Uh, It's a very nascent, this market, the Indian market of interior design is very, very small right now. It has still to grow. It's a great opportunity and time for people to enter this trade. There are not so many many players right now here. So this is a time when all of us can do research. We can work. We can work towards our own signature styles which can become very, very popular world over. So when we talk of Indian market, I would say to all of you, don't look at the market only as India. Look at the whole world as your market. And your recognition will be world over. India, as I work globally, I can tell you one thing, that India and Indians are revered all over the world. You all know that in every field, there are Indians who are taking the lead. So I personally feel this is the golden time for India to happen for the market. The market is going to actually now bloom and you can be a part of that blooming market. So this is a great opportunity. Nobody should ever feel disheartened about the Indian market being small. In in fact, all of us together, our only competition is not ourselves. We Mm -hmm. have to ensure Indians don't go out to buy. They don't Mm -hmm. go out to get a designer from outside the country. Mm -hmm. That's where we come in. Mm -hmm. So we have a huge opportunity in front of us. We just need to get geared for that. And not one single company or one person can capture this huge market. As you see, the the international companies are coming to India because they can see the opportunity which we Indians don't see sitting in our own country. So I would say to all of you, great opportunity, great times ahead, get geared. That's it. Great.
0: Yeah. It's lovely to hear that. Lovely to hear that Anjali, to know that the future uh, markets for the aspirants right now, is just not India. We are expecting them to go global and to cater to the world market. And that's so great to hear from you about that. Besides that, I do think India is a great country, which is going to get, which is going to expect a lot of other designers to come and, cater to the needs of the countrymen in this particular field as well. Um, I I think uh, we'd like to probably, I'd like to know from you a little bit about yourself. um, Why you decided to come into the interior design and what has been your journey been like?
1: Okay. That's my favorite topic. I love (laughs) to talk about, and especially to all students and youngsters yeah. entering, as I call it, my world. Uh, yes. Uh, so this is a, a story of a girl at the age of 18 who thought that I was born to design. Mm-hmm. All I knew that time was I want to be a designer. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure whether what would it be, but it was to be designed to create, to make new, to make something new out of nothing. And that's when my journey started. As I started working at the age of 18, i was doing my college by correspondence i was designing i was learning design from polytechnic and i was working as well so at the age of 18 i was still giving 18 hours of my time to my career so this is how it started it started very rough i was i'm from a marwari family very conservative marwari family where women don't work mm-hmm. and then you decide that no i'm going to be the working woman and that to a designer and I'm going to be famous. So like I said, dare to dream. Your dream takes you there. And that's the time when I started from a Maruti 800. That was my office. And I would go to people's homes to get the orders, show them books, make an order. I had a small little factory of 1,000 square feet, which was, a, which was a tiny little tiny shed where there was no road approach. You had to walk through that place with three carpenters. I started my workshop Mm -hmm. and that journey was difficult from, I was a single one man industry who had this very big dream of having the biggest factory in the country. I even dreamt, even then, I remember standing there and saying, one day my children will say, my mom started from here. Even then, when I was just like 21 years old. Mm -hmm. And today, as you will see as we go along, We can, you will see the factory that I think makes not only me proud, but the whole I make the entire India proud. We have the largest furniture manufacturing in the country, luxury furniture. Anka is the one and only international brand from India, selling globally. So here we are, we are trying to go against the tide. As always, challenge is important. It's easy to import and sell. But here, India is trying to sell to the whole world. So try to make a mark. I think it's important. And that's what I thought when I started. I want to make a mark. And that journey of last 35 years has taken this company now to today, which is a global brand. We are pitched with all international brands and then chosen to do projects. So we are not going the easy way even now. We pitch for projects which don't come easily to us, but which we are chosen for, which we qualify for. So we are constantly trying to qualify in an international level Mm -hmm. for the best, best and the most complicated projects in the world. That sounds so
0: positive. And I'm very sure it's going to be reaffirmed further when we have a look at a small video clip of yours. But in the meantime, um, Anjali, I'm gonna ask you the question which the students have pulled on. I mean, these are probably the aspirants who assume that these are the components which are most important. So may I ask you, before I let you know the polling answers. So what do you think are the main key components in an interior design
1: project? Well, according to me, the most important uh, component in design, all of you must understand is planning. Before you start decoration and design, plan. Wonderful. You know, till you don't plan, i think everything can go wrong if the plan is beautiful the second thing that comes in is the fur- is the color then is the furniture then is lighting, lighting. so that's how it should come and uh, i i would always stress on planning oh the key component so i'm going to tell you anjali what the uh,
0: participants have called for and i must tell you with the kind of answers that they have given I have great faith in them becoming the right designers. Oh. So, wow. so it is.
1: I'm so glad.
0: <laughs> so they're interior designers. Really. So 72% of them have called for planning first.
1: Wonderful. And how true? Just
0: like what you said. Yes. Uh, then 9% have called for color. Lighting. 11% have called for that. And yes. furniture. have hold.
1: So, exclude it, and whatever you guys have said, it, we need all of them. We need all of them, and each has its own value, and each needs its own attention. Right. There's nothing which is less than the other. Okay,
0: my next question to you, Anjali, is going to get uh, we are going to make you give tips on how you work and probably. Tricks of your trade will have to be shared with us. So let me ask you, (laughs) let me ask you, uh, how do you approach a project? How do you work with every single project differently to give it a unique identity? Because you get, you work on so many and I'm sure all clients want a different, unique look to their projects. Yes. So how do you do it?
1: Yeah. So the, the key, the key or the trade secret of my approach to any project would be like, it's like for me, every project is like creating my child. Mm-hmm. So I treat it like that from conceptualization to completion. It gets that kind of attention, that kind of nurturing, that kind of uh, the qualities that you would want in your child. I want those qualities in my project.
2: I visualize
1: it. Mm -hmm. I have an end result. I want it's like getting your child in the world. And then you also dream about the child and how it should be. Similarly, you conceptualize the project. And after that, it's very important to have the final look in your mind before you start even designing it. So you have to dream the project. You have to approach it very delicately. A lot of emotion goes into design. So each person who is intellectually very intelligent Also has to be emotional. You need to have a little bit of emotion attached to your projects. And then, of course, technique. Technique is very important to not to make sure the project doesn't go wrong, even 1%. So for me, 100% is pass, and 99% is fail. So that's my way. That's my way of looking at my project. I need 100 out of 100 from the clients, not from myself. So that's the way to go. Please your client, understand him, create something better than what you've done before. And that's your recognition. You will be recognized one day by the project that you do. And that's how you recognize whether you become the child's mom. Mm-hmm. One day you will be known by the project that you've done. Correct. So that's how one should feel. We should not take it for granted. Even if we have a hundred projects, right. we need to give it our time and attention.
0: So, so some more questions. I'm going to um, probe further and probably try to figure out everything that you do. <laughs> so the next question is, um, you, there must be challenges that you would have faced in your course of work. What could have been, what are the kind of challenges and how do you overcome them? How do you
1: resolve them? Uh, well, uh, as I would tell everyone here, that engineering design is one of the most challenging works because it's not like a factory where you make the same thing again and again. So you can't really master one, one strategy. So uh, yes, uh, we, and uh, I personally love challenges. Mm -hmm. I think my skill comes out best when I'm challenged. So one project that I would like to share with all of you is, which is a very interesting project for us and our company is a project for the king of Saudi Arabia.
2: Mm -hmm. So
1: uh, Yes. Uh, the richest man in the world. Mm -hmm. We were um, selected and qualified for the project. In which, but one of the, uh, we had to finish a 2 lakh square foot residence, summer residence, in three months. An intense classical project. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had, uh, the terms and conditions said, either you complete it, or you don't go back home, if you don't. So that is how we got that project. And we jumped in. And I must tell you guys, We worked 48 hours in a day, not 24 hours, but 48 hours in a day. My team did not, I think, eat, sleep or breathe, I would say. And uh, the result was we were one week early. We finished a week earlier. So there is nothing, like I said, we are superheroes. If we can think it, we can believe it, we can do it. Wow! So challenge is the way to go and that's what I think we specialize in we specialize I always say if somebody can do it in this world then it's us wow yeah. I
0: love that confidence yeah. so before we move ahead um, I'd like to show everybody a video of the kind of work you are doing please we
1: welcome have... to my, our world of of Deepa yeah. yeah. lovely <laughs>
2: for the last 30 years La Sorojika has consistently delivered bespoke and personalized interior solutions for our clients across four continents. Today, We are recognized as one of the leading turnkey interior companies in the world, offering a gamut of services across three critical verticals, design, manufacturing, and contracting. Our interior design division sets the foundation for all our business verticals, as the elaborate designs provide us a great platform to deliver the finest products and projects. La Sorogica design services are spread across interior, architecture and product design. We are not ones to limit ourselves to a certain design aesthetic. We are innovators.
1: The main focus of La Sorogica is on perfection, be it our design, be it our products or be it our projects. The design philosophy at La Sorogica is based on four principles of aesthetics, value, functionality and personality. And we here at Las Lassarogica are constantly evolving and innovating to achieve all our goals.
0: Wow, that, was, that really looked very grand. Uh, but I have to ask you, Anjali, you seem to be working a lot on the luxury products. Um, could you help me understand, is there a difference between the styling choices of, let's say, the older generation? Um, well, about 40, 50 years and uh, the styling choice of the youngsters, like the millennials. What is your opinion on that?
1: Yes, uh, see, as our company does, uh, specializes in residences. So in India especially, you have uh, three generations living in one house. And there's a completely distinctive identity difference in, let's say, the 40 plus or the little older generation as compared to the young millennials. The youngsters like the urban way. They like it fun. They like it the way to go. They like it uh, happy. They like it easy, comfortable. Comfort is more for them than aesthetics. I mean, aesthetics, yes. But uh, for, I think, uh, the older generation, it's more about achievement. Mm-hmm. It's they also dreamt of, so luxury becomes very important in their lives. So they are the ones who opt more for luxury, for opulence, Whereas the youngsters, I think, go more for the urban, chic look, as we call it. So that's, I think, uh, the new trend for tomorrow. That's tomorrow's look. And not only do we do this uh, opulence, which you saw, it's a very small clip. Uh, let me tell you, the company is extremely versatile. And the second generation after me, my son and my daughter, I joined the company. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who have this new urban chic feel. And they also design and execute some of uh, the nice penthouses, apartments, and uh, the demand from the millennials. So we do have a very beautiful range. We just launched it called Libre, which means liberation. So this actually is, has been created for the new urban couples, keeping them in mind. So it's a very easy comfort and very hip look that was launched this year in the ID. Okay. Yeah. So, well, different people,
0: different choices. That's wonderful for many designers to find their own niche. Uh, Well, let's come back to uh, what our aspirants have been waiting for also. Uh, Can you help us understand what do you as a studio owner look for in the designers who are being employed by you? So would you recommend some kind of preparations for these uh, students or people who want to come into interior design? Yes.
1: See, as, uh, as we as a company, and I think as in general, I can talk for the industry, all the companies who are running interior design uh, studios, as well as manufacturing facilities, uh, we're constantly looking for new talent. Mm-hmm. But the new talent has to understand that they need to come with a lot of preparation. The most important thing before you go in for a career or for a job is important is what is that you're carrying with you so one thing that's very very important is your education you need to really learn interior design before you can actually execute it mm-hmm. a lot of learning goes into it there are different facets of interior design with any now today we have fantastic courses which are giving you complete in depth education on the different aspects of interior design so when the when anybody gets prepared for a job he must know that he has to have a very strong education on the subject he must choose his subject retail or residence or Mm -hmm. hospitality, which line he wants to go into. Mm -hmm. You cannot become, it's like today being an interior designer is like being a doctor. So doctors educate themselves for about six to seven years before they actually become doctors. So luckily for us interior design is not that technical. You can learn it much faster, but you must specialize. And choose the direction that you want to go into. So it's extremely important to educate yourselves and prepare before you jump. So that's really important. You you have to be completely prepared to take a job in my company. So so what do you suggest? um,
0: What do you think about hands-on experience and internships? Do you think you'd like them to
1: have that experience before coming to you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We would never keep anybody just with an education. Because... uh, it's very important for the person to have some kind of experience under some, a bigger banner or a captain or a, a, any de- chief, chief designer. They must work under somebody with more maturity and more experience to learn the actually tricks of the trade. Mm-hmm. And how whatever is taught to you has to be put into practice first before you can actually take up a project on your own. Sure. So the internship plays a very big role. Mm-hmm. Very big role. So Anjali, I must tell you
0: more and more, we have been hearing this very often from uh, various architectural firms, interior design studios, that we'd like the students to really have a hands-on long internship experience before coming to us, because we want them to come in and start their projects right away and contribute to the company. Uh, With this in mind, uh, we, JSID, have started a program, which is a year and a half long. However, the program has a unique pedagogy of learning. Uh, we take in students at the, uh, at the postgraduate level, they, w- they should have finished graduation, and we take them through four projects in the year. The four projects are in the area of residence, uh, design of residence, uh, retail, corporate offices or workspaces, and hospitality. Now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's wonderful. The The classroom works like an actual studio. You know, we get them to work in groups on these actual projects. And they are mentored by the industry people. Mm-hmm. So the our, men, our main mentors are the ones who come from the industry. They bring in the real problems. They bring in their real feedback, how the clients want it done. And with that practical experience, we then send them off to the industry for six months. So I hope we are doing something right. And I think that students having undergone that uh, pra- practical experience are going to be able to start off running the moment they join the studio or the, or the job.
1: Oh, yes, yes. That's a wonderful course that you're
0: coming up with. Okay, thank you. Um, I'll also then... Uh, Probably I'd like to now, um, I'd like to now just give a little bit uh, of information on application for the program. So earlier the program had registration on the website where students had to fill up a form, send in the application, and then were called for the interview. Since the COVID-19 instances, Because of the lockdown, we have made the uh, access to applications so much more easier. We'd be happy to get a contact. We would like you to contact us on WhatsApp. Send us your documents and we will arrange um, an online video interview with you. The, The point is to have access to each other so that we are able to talk to you and clarify any of your doubts if you have. And we'd also let you know uh, the way we are working with uh, our present students is since the lockdown, we are in touch with them online. Uh, our classes are being conducted online where work is submitted on the drive and feedback is given. In fact, it is as busy as ever. So nothing has slowed down and I can say that, you know, students actually really, those who are learning actually have the best of times right now because they can stay away from the typical mundane classroom situations at times, uh, but also have con- consistent contact with their uh, teaching mentors. I hope it opens up so that soon we can go back to face to face classrooms and carry on with the studio system the way that we have planned it. Um, I'd like to also now, uh, meanwhile, now we are going to look at the questions posted by many of you. We would have probably answered quite a few questions um, which are of slightly generic nature and Anjali, some of these would uh, we'd like you to also put in to help us. Sure. Um, here, there's a question by Harshita Sethi. She's asking how beneficial it is to do masters in interior design abroad. If I have done my B-Arc from India, will I will I have any impact on my future and the designing process? So basically, is a master's uh, in BArch useful? And if it is done abroad, does it help, or is it the same? If it is done here,
1: well, uh, let me tell you. I'm sorry, I missed the name. Harshita. Harshita, okay. So, Harshita, uh, BR uh, from India is very good. And I think education at any point is always beneficial. And uh, an international uh, education further definitely will add to your uh, preparation to take up larger projects to be able to handle. Things much better, so Mm. if you don't have the opportunity, I think education is the way to go. Don't stop. I mean, don't don't wait about jumping in uh, to make a career. Educate yourself. That I would say is excellent. And education outside the country definitely makes a difference.
0: Surely. So I would also just Harshita add in very quickly that uh, since since these design degrees have come into existence. Uh, the duration has also been shortened to a great extent. We realize that students do not get that kinds of hands-on time and experience in the industry as they used to earlier, which has cut down on many of the actual practical real-life problems, which, you know, which uh, otherwise would prepare the students much better. So now I notice more and more, master's degree most in, in almost all places tend to, give more hands-on experience or should be giving more hands-on experience so that uh, with any kind of specialization that you get into and you could be specializing more in one area. For example, if you want to uh, specialize mainly in the retail area or sustainable um, interiors, I think these are all specific areas which are now being, um, you know, they're expanding in their own rights. You could be thinking of, picking up any areas that you'd like to any domain that you'd like to specialize in further. Yes. Masters would always be useful, but you might like to consider the situation because of the pandemic. And it may be a a year or two years before one can safely say that, you know, you could travel and do those things, but anyway, all the best to you. Uh, I'm going to take you to the next question by Alok Gupta. And he's asking, how, do you, how to educate customers about importance of design? Very, very good question. Uh, this is the biggest issue we face. We are Bangalore-based interior design and execution firm. If we speak the truth, we lose them since there are so many players who, who overcome it and keep quotes low. I think, Anjali, just the right question for you.
1: Tricky question, I would say. It's a question of the trade. Yeah. So yeah, and this is something that I think even uh, it, even my uh, marketing team comes to me and talks off. And uh, yes, yeah, so I guess the most important thing would be to first and foremost make a mark of your design. See, you can only command the price if you have something extra to give to the client. So whenever it comes to quotation and uh, uh, and price wars, I think what is the most convincing for the customer is what is he getting extra from you? Why should he choose you and not anybody else? Which would be that what is it that you give him extra? It's the extra services that you can provide. You can only give a sofa, for example. A sofa can be can be compared to a sofa as a price. But what are the other services that you give which Mm -hmm. come with that sofa, you know, is where you actually win over your competitor. So that's where you need to focus. You need to focus on that extra service, that extra role that you will play in your design with the customer. So I think all of us, instead of worrying about the price war, if we focus on our strengths, And the little extra, everybody wants a little, some extra thrown in, free thrown in. So I think that works wonders in winning over the competitor. So I think focus on that, focus on that part. Thank you.
0: I am sure this would have helped Alok and all the best to you. So I'll go to the next one by Taskia Sultana. She is studying bachelor's in interiors. Uh, and her question is that, can you suggest some topics for thesis for interior design uh, i 'm sure uh, well i 'm just going to say very quickly, uh, Sultana, you need to probably look at what are the areas uh, that you would really like to research a little bit more on uh, is it it 's about your main area of interest and it could be, it could be, it could be larger movements like sustainability or or um, conservation of certain kinds of um, heritage uh, interiors or elements of interiors. You could, you may want to probably pick up things to do for future. You know, pick up some technology that works for you very well in terms of material and processes. I think this is all I can suggest overall. But Anjali, would you like to say something about the thesis topics?
1: Do you have anything to say? Yeah, for me, I would even say like lighting. Right. That's another very interesting field. Like I'm doing a lot of research on lighting right now in this lockdown. Right. Right. So you you need to worry about thesis because lighting again has has hugely developed. Mm -hmm. So something like that also could be very interesting. It all depends on your interest, the kind of field, like you said, that you want to go into. So I think first uh, decide which is it, the field that interests you. I'm That's sure this will help you. said you can actually do a thesis
0: on, yes. Right. Uh, another question from Harsh Doshi. And he's asking, floor lighting is much more interesting and adds variety and flavor to the interiors, but is used far less, lesser than wall lighting.
1: Why, did, why is it not used more? So yeah, so like I said to you, that I myself doing a lot of research on lighting and that's one of the answers is like, how can we play with lights and from different ways? Mm -hmm. So from ceiling and walls, it's easier. It's been done for years to years. It's the easiest way to light up a room from the ceiling or from the walls. So this is where you need to learn, educate and control. You must know what you're doing. So you're able to do different kinds of mood lighting through the floors. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. You should be very sure of what you want to do when you're doing lighting from the floor. As you're going to be making uh, holes in the floor for that, you're going to be putting uh, conduits in the floor for that. So yeah, it, it's, uh, it's something that's going to be happening more and more. It is already happening more and more. As you are, everybody is seeing, you hardly can see lights. You can only feel the lighting nowadays. They're all hidden and the so floors will be playing a very important role in lighting now as times are coming up. Well, that's a big tip. So I'm sure those who are practicing
0: interior designers uh, here you go. You have Anjali ma'am giving you some really futuristic tips and Ruchi Kadia is asking, I'm an interior designer. I've done diploma course and have five year working experience. I'm working on currently two projects. How do I get more projects? I'm very sure this is something that many, many youngsters who are stepping into the industry are struggling with. So, um, Anjali, what would you like to say?
1: So, what I would say is that you know, just being an engineer designer is not enough. And I think when, it, when, it, when you're getting your education program, I think in our program, the program that you're giving us is also a little marketing. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurship is a very important aspect of a designer's career. it's not only about creating the design, it's also about being able to market that design, which every designer must learn. So your question is, you must develop your marketing skill and your entrepreneurship skill. Read books, go online, understand how how you can market yourself, how you can bring your product out to be noticed. And that's the only way that you will be getting more and more projects. So I think what you need to do is sharpen your skill. Apart from making great projects, you need to also sharpen your skill in uh, marketing those projects or
0: marketing your work. Uh, and I with you, Anjali, over there. I realize that most of the design courses don't sort of help in build these professional skills, which are so much more important because once they are out, they need to make sure they are marketing and promoting their work. They are able to pro- promote it and Project it in the right light.
1: Presentation is really
0: important. Yes. So, uh, and I'm happy to say that the JSID program has a build and lead uh, aspect built in, which is about developing your business skills, your communication and negotiation skills, your ability to promote and uh, uh, and and do accountancy simple things like understanding finance accountancy you may not become you may not be managing that yourself completely but you need to understand what your professional your experts are doing you are going to engage them to look after your finance be sure you understand what is happening and for that you need to have some of this understanding entrepreneurship skills as anjali said so these are things which are going to take you forward but foremost is that with every project that you do, you need to make sure that that is a unique one which is being talked about, which has that identity. And of course, it's going to build up slowly. It It is a bit struggle. It's a lot of struggle in the beginning. Um, but however, with every project that you do, you are taking two steps forward. Uh, so let me just put you so with some more questions. Puneet, Puneet is asking, he's saying, I'm a civil engineer. I'm very interested in interiors. So what opportunities are there for me and for what period uh, should I help myself under training so that I could adopt, especially in the interiors. Um, Puneet, I'll just have a quick, um, I'll just let you know that yes, civil engineering is a very good background for people who want to get into the interior next because a lot, uh, the, the engineers and the interior designers and the architects, they sort of work together. The interior design is going to bring about that style and the look and the aesthetic sensibilities to your interior along with comfort. Uh, if you are able to take on an interior's understanding or in, uh, take up a course, which is as short as maybe like with the one we have, which is just a one, one and a half year, I think that's going to introduce you to the field of design and foremost and following that, I think you will have to work with some firms under guidance, under uh, a whole project brief so that you are guided throughout about the needs of the, uh, of the client. And this is probably going to set you off on a career, which where civil engineering uh, on domain understanding, as well as, interior design, styling, and, con- and all the other related project work gets to be your strength and
1: domain. Uh, Anjali, would you have anything to say about that? Yeah, uh, for me, I would always say a civil engineering background will help if he decides to come into the interior design field because these are all supportive. I mean, the architecture, civil engineering supports uh, interior design. Uh, but he does need to go into a formal uh, training program before he decides to uh, become, uh, come into interior design. Then he needs to educate himself. It's a different different uh, line altogether. Absolutely. So he needs, you need to educate yourself about interior design, about the language, about the technique, about the processes. Right. And then uh, it could, uh, your civil engineering will help you becoming an, an, an interior designer. Yes, it would be your... Uh,
0: right. um, I, I think we have a question here from Shrenika, And she's asking, which is the best institute across India for Masters in Lighting? I don't think I too do, don't think so. I've not heard of any institute. you but I've met, I've met quite a few uh, architects and interior designers who specialize in lighting like what Anjali's done. They've researched and worked specifically yes. much more in that area and hence they become experts. So at this point, uh, I'm not even aware of it across
1: the world. Uh, no, there are just courses. In a college, yeah. there will be courses Short term. where you can kind of, uh, yeah, big lighting can be one of the things that you said. That's-
0: uh, another very interesting question by Rizwan. In the era of resource exploitation, how well do you work towards sustainability? I think this is for, uh, I think Anjali, you may like to answer this and I will add on my bit after you.
1: Yes, so this is a, a, a field which we now in, in we, uh, put it into our design. This is one of the most important things that we're all looking at. And, uh, yes, uh, I think you, this, is, uh, this is what we all need to when we are do, doing our designing. Sustainability is one of the key uh, factors in the, in the design, uh, uh, the way we go towards design. True. Um, as I see more and
0: more, whether, you know, in, let's say, in education, I do think sensible educational cottages, they are... Uh, We are introducing sustainability from the beginning and this is for the students to start adapting it Uh, because there are many, many aspects of sustainability. There's of course the raw material that you talk about. They are about the processes which can be sustainable. They are about certain conservation practices which are meant to be sustainable. So there are many aspects of sustainability uh, in the whole field. Uh, everybody may not be able to take up all part of it, but a lot of practitioners decide to adapt some some bit of it. Whether it's your use of technology to make things sustainable, or whether it's the material itself, etc. Now, I do think that this has this has become quite a prevalent uh, understanding across everywhere, and it has become a way of practice. It has. There is no special uh, niche where only some people do that. So I would think for all future aspirants, we have to think of this as something which is now going to be a part of the way we practice, we build things, we create, and maybe the way we live. Uh, Just as something like a pandemic is going to teach us many things how to live together and yet far apart. Similarly, the practice of sustainability is going to be there almost in every design field, uh, including products, any kind of products. Um, Okay, I'm going to just take on some more questions. Um, Best Institute. Okay, we finished that. I'm an interior designer. I just completed, that's me saying I'm an interior designer. I just completed my graduation and wanted to do master's. I do want to do PhD. PhD. So I just want to know how we should get, how we should have clarity that whether we should or should not. If, then where? If yes, then when and from where? So Meenal is interested to not only do masters, but also look at a PhD post that. Uh, so let me just quickly say, Meenal. Uh, normally if you want to really super specializes in any area, you should probably figure out what that area is. Uh, so for example, after you've done your, B, if you've done your BDES, uh, normally people practice, whether it's architecture or interior design or project management, you practice in the field for a while and based on that practice, you probably figure out an area of work which you'd like to get to become a master's in. Uh, Whether it's lighting, whether it's sustainable uh, conservation or many other things. Once you've done that, you may like to look at PhD only if you think that you have an area to really research further. If you're looking at studying an old civilization and its architectural practices or certain practices, you may want to do PhD. However, PhD scholars are the ones who are mainly going to look into academics or look into scholastic careers uh, related to uh, the area that you want to study in. So you should go into a PhD only if you feel you want to get into that depth because in terms of practice it mean I'm not very sure where that is going to lead to. Where and when of course a lot of colleges of architecture they, they might offer you PhD in in interior design as well. You might have to find it, but I am at the moment. I can't say often where. So for example, SEPT in Ahmedabad has it. They offer PhD. Probably SPA also offers uh, a PhD. This is all I can think about right now. Uh, Any other, I'm not very sure of. Okay. I'm an interior design student currently in second year in a degree course. Oh, this is moving back and forth, one minute. Okay, uh, sorry, I'll go to Bipasha Das. I'm from Gohati, an interior design student neglected by VR students. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Bipasha. Um, I don't think you should feel any less than any architecture students. Your skill, your ability is going to add on and collaborate with the architect, architects who probably are making, mainly making shells. I don't know why I should feel that, but if you are very strong in your domain knowledge and practice, I'm very sure you can go along side by side with them. What do you feel, Anjali? Is that something that is generally
1: a perception? Yes, uh, I would say that. It's about your own confidence. I don't think anybody's judgments about what is less and what is more should matter to you at all. And uh, I think if you believe in what you're doing, I don't think you will feel small. I don't think anybody makes you feel small. You feel it yourself. So I think you should raise your confidence level in what you're doing and pursue that. And don't ever, I think I would give it equal importance, whether it's architecture or interior design or even civil engineering for that. Right. I think it's more about your attitude.
0: All right. Uh, so Ritika's is asking, I'm an interior design student in second year. I just want to know how can we find inspiration for doing planning in a creative manner? Inspiration for planning or for starting a project? It's not so clear. Are they inspiration for? So she's saying, how can we find inspiration for doing planning in a creative manner? So it probably is about how do you find inspiration for every project? Okay.
1: So I think uh, Ritika, right? Yes. So yes, I think Ritika for uh, being inspired uh, for any creativity. I think you need to, you can be inspired from the smallest thing like maybe nature to hearing a song or reading a book or researching. So I think inspiration to plan is there is no, there's no guide. There's no guide which can inspire you to plan a creative project. You need to inspire yourself. And I think for that, either you get a mentor, you get a teacher or you get a book. You need to inspire yourself to create. So this is my thing to you that you need to, Find what is it that makes your creative juices flow. You know, try to understand your own mind. Maybe re- hearing some music can make you go into a world which makes you create. So like that, for planning a creative project, I don't think there's any particular inspirational quote, book, or guidelines that I could give you to follow. This is why I think.
0: All right, thank you Anjali. I know it's a little difficult to answer that because uh, probably we need a longer time with you. And if you want to, please get in touch with us. We could probably work out a little bit more in that area if you'd like. Uh, There's another one from Ujwal who says, please give me some suggestions. Uh, Well, this is okay. Give me some suggestions. What are the advantages to pursue interior design as a career? And please share some advantages or disadvantages of the career. Anjali,
1: I'd like you to go first. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Ujwal, uh, I think uh, there are only advantages and no disadvantages. Uh, if you follow engineer design as a career, uh, you get to create. That's the first thing. If you want to, it fulfills all your needs. An engineer design career, fulfills your creative needs is to design it fulfills your financial need because you you design and you get your it's a professional job so you you are paid for the design that you get make then it also fulfills your uh, fame because you do get a name whatever you create in interior design is used by a person so it is noticed. Your creativity is noticed. It's not like a shirt; you doesn't go into your closet. You design spaces. So this is where interior design as a profession has advantage, advantage, and advantage. You get everything that you could want from a career. I would always say is interior design gives you everything that you would want: respect, name, fame, money, and your creativity is completely satisfied and you're doing it for somebody else so it's not for yourself so it's great so you can even experiment on somebody else um, a wonderful line to be in so I just put in one line saying that I do
0: think interior design really is and it's an area which is complete you know in many ways it's very holistic so not only would you be able to create products work with material uh, you would also have uh, opportunities to manage projects and to be on site to make sure things are working so your job is also there as a as a person who's going to coordinate who's going to put many many vendors together to complete the project so in some sense very satisfying but beyond that there there is a huge growth in the real estate areas in retail areas in people being able to afford interiors of their homes and that i think is an opportunity which uh is is there for interior designers to, uh, to take up uh, i would think that there are many many such um opportunities with even offices and uh, working spaces making sure that the interiors are comfortable for the uh, employees to work together in and i would say that that's all i can answer for now there are many many questions that we are not able to take up but may i uh, ask you to please come back to us if you'd like to if you'd like to talk to us personally about some of these questions which i see we have not been able to take almost uh, many of them but we'll be happy to answer it for you. In the meantime, uh, it's time for us to wrap up and I'm going to very quickly just take you over a summary of what we have discussed with Anjali. Uh, We talked about the traits that you need to inculcate if you are going to uh, look at a career such as interior designer, because the trait is not just about uh, your interest alone, but your ability to be passionate about the work that you're going to be doing, to live a dream and to work towards it, to make sure that there are many, many beyond your comfort zone uh, attributes which you will have to develop, which you will have to uh, put into practice. And that comes with your whole aim of reaching a particular goal. So that's the trait you need to be in, uh, You will have to learn to inculcate you also need to make sure that you prepare for this career because uh, it's not just about checking out, okay, the market is booming. Everybody seems to be wanting to get the interior done. So I'm going to just get into this field and work at it. That did not happen with what even what Anjali has uh, experienced in her journey, that you need to prepare for it. You need to ensure that you get the right kind of training. You make sure that your training is gives you the kind of clarity and the pathway that you're looking for. You find your inspiration, your mentor, your guide through the process that you are, you have decided to join. Besides that, also your ability to make sure that once you are in the field, you are going to be professionally networking with people. You are going to be on top of the knowledge and technology that is surrounding you. You are going to be on the edge of all the new developments that are happening. So that's preparing for your career. And let me tell you, that's like a lifelong learning curve. So if you are ready for that, definitely. So that's one of the major takeaways. And finally, it's all about yourself. So define your own success. What is your definition of success? What do you want out of the success? Just name, fame, game is not enough. How do you want to see your success? How much do you think you want to become an expert in? Or how much is it that you want to just be commercially successful? There is path for everybody. And there is a space or pace or the pace at which you grow. It's different for everybody, a different individual, but you define your definition of success and follow that. And that is what is going to, hopefully take you to what you have aimed to do. Uh, I have to thank Anjali for really sharing with us everything that you possibly have experienced in such a short time. We probably should have another, another session where we talk
1: deeply, more
0: deeply. Uh, I would
1: love to answer all their questions.
0: Right. And I must say that uh, uh, because Anjali is so giving and generous, uh, she is also an advisory board member at, on GSID and would be available to answer some of these questions if they are pertinent to her. I uh, thank you all for being part of this. We hope you have enjoyed it. At the same time, taken back some learning with you. Uh, do let us know. We have a survey as soon as this is done. Please fill up the survey. Let us know how you found it. What else? What kind of seminars would you like to have? What kind of experts would you like to meet? And we would be happy to come back to you with more of varied subject areas in design and in interior design specifically. Our program and admission officer, Tarika Sait has given her number over here. We can contact, you can contact her and come back to us. Keep, <clears throat> keep in touch with us. And thank you for being Such a great audience. Thank you, Anjali. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.